Welcome to Office Hours on the Fangoria Podcast Network. My name is Dr. Rebecca McKendry, and this is a bonus episode for my podcast, Nightmare University. On these bonus episodes, I'll be exploring behind-the-scenes tales and genre-fueled adventures from my many years at Fangoria as the Director of Marketing. Before we get into the episode, though, let's have a word from our sponsors. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Fangoria Magazine. Fangoria is now a deluxe 100-page quarterly edition. Each issue includes set visits, deep dives, new discoveries, and minimal ads, all printed on collectible-grade paper stock that reimagines the classic magazine for a 2019 audience. You'll see familiar names like Mike Gingold, Tony Timpone, and more. You'll see bylines that will make you scream with delight, like Barbara Crampton and S. Craig Zoller. And the best part, it's print only. Subscribe now at Fangoria.com. On this week's Office Hours, I thought I'd journey back to my earliest days with Fangoria. When I first started with the company back in the mid-2000s, my first job was as a PA slash intern on Fangoria Radio. Fangoria Radio ran for about four years on Sirius XM. And this weekly show was co-hosted by Dee Snyder and Debbie Rashawn and featured a regular rotation of Fangoria icons like Tony Timpone and Mike Gingold. The show was even taped as a multi-camera TV show and re-aired on Fangoria TV, another relic from my Fango adventures, which I will save for another episode. My years with Fango Radio were absolutely incredible. I first began as a research intern, creating massive show bibles full of research on the guests, upcoming films, news items, and anything else that could potentially come up on air. From there, I moved on to working the phone lines and eventually booking guests and coordinating Fangoria radio events and appearances. We would prep all week for the live show, which broadcast every Friday evening at midnight. And we had on some amazing guests, and this was how I first met many of the contacts in the horror industry that I still work with regularly to this day. I'm fortunate to still call Dee Snyder a good friend, and I often remind him of the night he missed his own birthday party. It was March, and New York City was having an extremely cold winter. On this particular Friday night, it was Dee's birthday, and we had planned to have a lavish on-air party for him, including presents, a guitar-shaped cake with his face on it, and a lot of different celebrations on air. But it was also pouring snow with several more inches in the forecast, and by late afternoon, it was clear that it would be really hard for Dee to make it to the show that night. While we were on Manhattan, where we taped, the heat from the subways always kept the snow melted on the sidewalk and streets. But Dee lived on the outskirts of Long Island, and the roads on Long Island were quickly becoming impassable. So we needed a new plan. We had dedicated the entire show to this Dee birthday party celebration, and it was way too late to change gears at this point, so we had to figure out something else. We decided to proceed with Dee's birthday celebration, but we would have to do it without him there. He could call in on the phone line, but since we were taping this for televised rebroadcast, it would look weird to just see Debbie sitting there by herself talking to a phone line. So we had to improvise. We had just a few hours to find a stand-in for Dee Snyder, something that could sit in his chair and would be visually fun, something that we could turn into a bit. One of the other production assistants, Ian Scotto, and I had an idea. We needed some type of life-size doll that we could dress as D, like a D Snyder scarecrow. We then recalled that there was a D Snyder Halloween costume available at the Halloween shop in the West Village, an actual D Snyder costume that was licensed by him. 
We got the costume in the afternoon and we tried stuffing it like a scarecrow, but it kept falling apart. And what on earth were we gonna do for the face? So we knew we needed some body in there. We tried dressing up some of the staff, but none of it really looked right. And then we would have to make sure that the staff member could interact like D. So it wasn't exactly the perfect plan. What we needed was a body. And where could we find a body with only an hour to spare before the show started? We taped Fangoria Radio in the Sirius Complex, which was just off Times Square in New York City. So I walked a few blocks over to Hell's Kitchen and stopped in the first porn shop I could find where I purchased an inflatable sex doll. From there, I went to Dwayne Reed, which is the New York City drugstore, and bought an assortment of 80s-style garishly colored makeup. I dressed our pseudo D. Snyder while the rest of the crew did some makeup on him, and thus D. Snyder's doppelganger was born. It looked absolutely hilarious, but it somehow clearly was meant to be D, down to the specific face makeup. We propped D. Snyder Part 2 up in his normal chair and had the greatest birthday party a sex doll wearing a D. Snyder Halloween costume and wet and wild lipstick has ever had. The real D called in and joined in the fun. As I was thinking back on this particular night, I dug a few old scrapbooks out of my garage and was able to find a couple of pics from this amazing snowy evening. Please check out the Nightmare University socials for a look at the D. Snyder doll, the amazing cake, and some of the wonderful Fangoria Radio crew. Thanks so much, and to quote D himself, you can't stop rock and roll. Superstar man, think you know it all. Well, you don't know nothing, punk. Talking that same cadaver junk. Let me show you what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Nightmare University is a Fangoria Podcast Network original produced and hosted by Rebecca McKendry, producer Natasha Pacetta, executive producers Dallas Saunier and Phil Nobile Jr., associate producer Jessica Safa-Vemer, art and design by Ashley Detmering, sound recording design and mixing by David McKendry, music by The Serpentines, for Fangoria, Brandon Wynerdy, Jason Koslerich, and Rachel Wilson.